big namaste to all of you out there. Welcome to my blog, A Diary of a Curator. Welcome to the second episode of The Poison Called Fake Art. Today we'll discuss about the adverse effects on the stakeholders. Now let's say the original artwork of the artist costs around 2 lakh rupees. Now this thug, be it the architect, interior, middleman, agent, art dealer, curator or a gallerist invites a student or a person to copy it for say 20,000 rupees and he in a way sells it to his client for 1 lakh saying that the original painting or the original price is for 2 lakhs but they are getting it for 1 lakh making it fake painting giving the student or the artist 20,000 rupees and earning himself 80,000 rupees. So what does the artist who actually invested his years of hard work in thought process and skill development get? You just think and tell me or tell yourself or ask yourself is it a fair deal? So does this affect the artist? The answer is yes, big time. The galleries, auctions, museums and at the top, the living artists suffer due to this illegal activity. The entire buying, selling, promoting and creating art, the cycle is broken, disturbed and damaged. Now you will ask how? Let us understand if the money does not go to the gallery, how will they pay the artist? Moreover, if the work does not sell from the artist's collection, how will the artist earn his or her livelihood? Hence, the old age saying still exists in India, if you are an artist, that means you are poor. You would not have enough money in your bank account. No one will wish to become a painter in Indian art market and hence there will be a creative vacuum in the Indian art ecosystem. If this continues, art will only become a hobby than a serious profession. If such fraud, interiors, architects, art dealers, galleries and curators run this kind of forgery business, our next generation will not see much of the true Indian art and its peak. This used to happen with the music and film industry, but with digitalization and strict laws, it is in much better condition than it was before. As much as government's role to create law and protect rights is necessary, as responsible citizens we are equally liable to discourage such illegal activities. If one cannot afford it, it is better not to have any art on walls than buying and encouraging fake and illegal artworks, thereby snatching away someone's rights and livelihood. So now we understood how it affects the artist but now we'll understand how it affects the consumer and the art market speculation of fake causes distressed among buyers which is very difficult to reverse it comparing with the diamond market you would not buy diamonds from anyone or just ask your wedding planner to get a diamond set for your daughter obviously you would yourself go to the jeweler and select a commissioner design based on your choice because it is very personal just like art and you trust the same jeweler from generations or through someone's reference this is how art is supposed to be bought to avoid fake in your collection. It is a caution sign that before buyers lose the confidence in art market, the artists, galleries, curators and museums along with the auction houses need to keep a tap on such activities and inform the legal authorities about it. Otherwise, the days are not far away when a buyer will stop buying art, fearing about fake or copied work for which later he might face legal actions or make a blunder in his investment. Therefore, if you want to develop the Indian art market, we have to support artists and genuine galleries in the primary market, 
our society should encourage buying from reputed auction houses in order to strengthen a secondary market keep listening to a diary of a curator.com as well as you can read my blog on www.adiaryofacurator.com you can follow my insta page at adiaryofacurator.com thank you and looking forward for your comments and suggestions 